0: Welcome to Praise Chapel Church of God in Christ, the podcast. Here is your host, Superintendent's Pastor, Renell McGraw, Jr. Hello, everyone. Once again, I thank you for coming in on Mondays with me. We'll uh, talk Mondays. I'd like to just talk about having faith in God. Having faith in God, uh, especially in today's time that we live in, is so important. And just not having faith in God, but your attitude is everything. Your attitude is everything. How you uh, come out of things, how you walk into it, uh, how you handle conflict, uh, your attitude is everything. Your attitude is everything. The power of a positive attitude can enhance your relationship and change your life. Uh, Let me say that again for those that didn't catch it. Amen. The power of a positive attitude can enhance your relationships and change your life. And God is going to allow you to recover from everything you lost. You just got to have faith in God. Plus gain some extra blessings you didn't even qualify for. Just keep praying. Trust in God. God will show you what to do next. But you just got to trust God that he'll give you clear direction on what to do next. And God will provide. God always provides, always have, and he always will provide for us. Sometimes we feel like we don't have nothing, but God always make a way for us. And you really do deserve the best. No matter what you may believe, you deserve the best, the best people around you, the best job, the best home. The best car, you deserve the best, and God is going to deliver it to you if you could just be patient. Patience is so imperative uh, in a time that we living in. Uh, your time is coming. You just got to be prepared and have faith in God. You got to have faith in God. You know, I was looking at scripture, and I found in the book of Mark, eleven chapter verse twenty-two. Uh, verses 22 to 26. And Jesus answered and said unto them, have faith in God. I just want to focus on that verse 22. And Jesus answered and said unto them, have faith in God. You know, the object of faith is God himself. You got to realize the object of your faith is God himself. The critical words are in God. In God is where our faith is. There are three significant Very significant things that need to be noted about the object of faith. Jesus did not say have faith in faith, but have faith in God. So our faith is not in faith. Our faith is in God. You know, faith has to have an object. And our object has to be God. When we focus on things, when we begin to declare things, we got to realize that our faith is in God and not on people. Our faith is in God and not on people. Faith has no object, but God is the object that we believe everything in. Where one is the place his faith is, is in God. Faith has no value by itself. It really doesn't. Faith has no value by itself. Only the object God has value. The Bible never says to have faith in faith. You can't find that nowhere. The Bible never says anywhere to have faith in faith, yet this is the experience of so many of us. We have faith in faith, but what is your faith in? Your faith has to be in God, not just in your own ability, but your faith has to be in God. And too often, too often a great difficulty uh, of problems arises uh, and the, the and, and the believer feels he has to, you know, arise or arose or or, or do something to spark his faith, but we got to learn that to keep our faith in God no matter what we're going through. Do I got to witness anybody? Amen. I thank you, uh, uh, Lady McGraw. I see you on there. Thank you for getting on here with me. Liz McIntyre, thank you so much. Uh, Veronica Reed Hudson, thank you for getting on. I appreciate you uh, getting on this with me today. Amen. We got to realize that faith has no power, Amen. By itself. Do I got to witness anybody? Faith has no power by itself. It is the object of that has power, and our power is in God. Amen. The Bible says, Without faith, it is impossible to please Him, but He's a rewarder to them that didn't actually seek Him. So you got to realize where you have to focus your faith on, amen, to speak to your mountain. Your faith is not in the mountain, your faith is not in your circumstances. But your faith is in God that he will remove any mountain, any circumstances that you may face. You know, man's faith has not going to remove the mountain by itself. God is going to remove the mountain. Can I say that again? Man's faith is not going to remove the mountain. And everybody has different mountains in their lives that they got to deal with. Many people got many storms in their lives, many troubles in their life. And you can't move that mountain that's in your life alone. You have to have faith in the God that built the mountain, that can destroy the mountain. And sometimes you don't got to go over the mountain. God will have you go around the mountain. Do I got to witness anybody? God is going to remove the mountain if you just have faith in God. The strength of faith is not in faith. Let me say it again. The strength of faith is not in faith. But God, somebody ought to say, but God, in the comments, amen, but God, in the comments, God is able to do anything. In the Bible, particularly, everyone who came to God had a weak faith. I found that in the Bible, amen, you're not the only one by yourself that had weak faith, amen, but in the Bible, amen, when we study it, particular, everyone who came to God had weak faith, amen. Amen. We have to learn how to ask God to give us more faith, to strengthen our faith. Amen. That we can begin to believe that he can do the miraculous. Do I got a witness out there? Anybody? Amen. Amen. Only a few have strong faith. And even today, amen, everybody don't have strong faith. There's only a few people that demonstrate that have strong faith. But yet God saved us and saved them and granted their requests. Amen. Faith requires knowing the object. Faith requires knowing God the more we one knows God amen the stronger our faith begins but we got to have God in our life do I got to witness anybody amen. amen as I stated before in the book of Hebrews very common scripture in Hebrews 11 and 6 you know but without faith it is impossible to please God so you got to realize you don't even please God if you don't have faith in God your faith is not in yourself your faith is not in your job, your faith is not in your economic status, amen, it's not in your family members, but your faith has to be in God, because the Bible says, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is, okay, when you come to God, you got to believe that he is God, amen, and that he is a rewarder, amen, that diligently seek him, you know, for example, consider two men who want to go out on a frozen lake to fish, think about this, two men, who want to go out on a frozen lake, think about this, to fish. And one man is to, told to go ahead across the lake. He ensured by his friend that the ice will hold <laughs> hold him up. But yet when he begins to step out on the ice, he uh, uh, has fear and takes steps after step until he can stand it no more and returns. Amen, because he had fear that the ice was not uh, strong enough to hold him back, so he took little baby steps. And after a while, he turned back around, and he ran in fear. Amen. Hello from Dallas, Texas. I see you, uh, Lady Victoria Watson. I appreciate you getting in here. Amen. But you think about the other man who walks out courageously and boldly and cuts a hole in the ice and sits down and begins To fish. no three important questions I ask myself all the time. What supported the man sitting out on the ice? Not his faith, but the ice, the object of his faith. Amen. Who's going to support you? It's not your faith. It's the object of your faith. And your faith should be in God. God is the one that's going to hold you. God is going to be the one that sustained you. Do I got to witness anybody? Amen. Amen. Who has the strongest faith? You think about this. Of course The man out on the ice, the one with the weak faith, is the man who slowly inched his way back. And sometimes we slowly inch our way back and we don't have faith and we miss out on our blessing. Amen. He's going to reward you, amen, if you have faith in him. Do I got to witness anybody? The purpose of faith, amen, to remove mountains, amen, is based off your faith in God. Amen. Oftentimes, things stay in place because we really don't believe God is able, amen, to hear our prayers. Amen. The purpose of faith is to remove mountains. Jesus was teaching, saying, have faith in God. Come on, I'm going to say it again until it gets old and tired or a broken record. We have to have faith in God. And then say unto this mountain, be thou removed. The mountain represents the immovable or the impossible. And there's some things in our life that you feel like is immovable or impossible. And that's just how that faith is. Hey, Pastor Jimmy Jordan, I see you. Hey, Amen. I appreciate you getting on here with me, man. Hey, Amen. It's something almost to step, to climb. I'm almost too high to cross, but almost too awesome to see beyond. This is the reason Jesus discussed. Prayer and communion along with faith. We got to understand that we have to have prayer. We have to have faith. We have to commune with God. One learns to have faith in God as he prays and communes with God. Don't have a witness anybody. Amen. Amen. And the more he prays and communes with God, the more he will know God. In other words, the more you pray, the more that you commune with God, The more you will know God. I say this often and all the time. We must study. We must meditate. And we have to apply God's word into our life. We just can't be a hearer of God's word. But we have to be a doer of God's word. The only way to do that is we have to study the word of God. The word says study and rightly divide the word of truth. You have to study. Do I got to witness anybody? Amen. And the more we study, the more we pray, amen, the closer, hello somebody, the closer we get to God. Amen. Amen. Think about this. More a person prays and communes with God, the more he will know God. And the more he knows God, the more he can experience faith in God and experience the removal of mountains that slow on uh, one's progress through life. Amen. Mountains come to slow your progress down in life. Come on, talk to me, somebody. Amen. And sometimes that mountain slows the progress down. And the, the third fact to note about faith is the way to possess faith. The way is prayer. How do we possess faith? It's through prayer. Do I got to witness anybody? Amen. That's right, Lady McGraw. We have to study, meditate, and apply. Amen. The way we possess faith, we have to pray. Amen. The, amen. The Whosoever shall not doubt, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he saith. There are two critical points in this promise. Not doubting at all. We got to stop all this doubting. When we pray... We got to say, Lord, remove the doubts. I got to believe God. You got to believe God is able. But sometimes we hinder our blessing. We hinder moving forward because we doubt. We don't really believe God is able. We question his ability, amen, to allow us to conquer things that comes before us that cause us to, what I say, stunt our growth or slow our purpose down, amen. But when you have faith, not in faith, but have faith in God, amen, God begins to work on your behalf, this means never having a thought whether a thing can be done or not, you got to believe God, it means not hesitating, not wondering, not questioning, not considering, not being concerned at all, I mean, realistically, only God himself can know if a thing will happen or not, Do I got to witness anybody? Amen. Amen. Know so perfectly that uh, no wondering thought will ever cross his mind, but it crosses our mind. What Christ is after is that we grow and believe and trust him. Come on, somebody. We have to grow and believe and trust him. Come on, put in that comment, put down grow and believe. Amen. And trust him. Amen. He wants us to believe that all things are possible through Christ who strengtheneth us. He wants us to believe that. Amen. We quote that scripture all the time in Philippians 4:19. But do we really believe it? Amen. We know what the scripture says. I can do all things. Amen. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthened in me. Amen believing in God's authority, note the word shall say, the power of Christ came from the authority of God. All he had to do was say, that is, speak the word, and it was done. That is the very point he was making to us. If we believe, if we believe, amen, if we believe, doubting not, didn't we stand, In the authority of God. Can I say that again? Somebody in the back did not hear that. If we believe. Doubting not. Then we stand in the authority of God. We may say speak the word. And it shall be done. And sometimes you just got to speak the word. word. Amen. And it shall be done. Amen. we got to learn how to just trust God. Mm -hmm. We got to learn how to trust God. And the fourth fact to note about faith is the result of faith. It's the result of faith. The fourth fact that I want to talk about, to note about faith, is the result of faith. A man who prays, having faith, truly having faith in God, has whatsoever he saith. The mountains which confront him will be removed effectively and quickly. Well, the book of Matthews 21 and 22 says, And all things, whatsoever you shall ask in prayer, believing you shall receive. Let's talk about some of these uh, points here in this particular scripture. It says, And all things. Now, we got to have faith in God. All things. Amen. Not in our own ability. Amen. But we have to have faith in God. Amen. Whatsoever you shall ask in prayer... That means you have to develop a prayer life. Amen. You have to develop a prayer life. You have to develop a prayer life. And as you begin to develop a prayer life, amen, your faith gets stronger. And believing, that's what the scripture says in Matthew 21 and 22, believing you shall receive it. Do I got a witness out to anybody? Then Mark 9 and 23 says, Jesus said unto him, if that cat believe, if you can't believe, all things are possible to him that believe it. You just got to believe. Yes, sir. Amen. Somebody say you got to believe. You got to believe. believe. You got to believe. believe. Amen. If you don't believe, you're wasting your time. Amen. Amen. You have to believe in the object of your faith. And the object in your faith is not material things. The object of your faith is God. Amen. Your faith is in God. It's not in your circumstances, it's not in your finances, it's not on your job. Because God is the one that blessed you with the job. God is the one that blessed you with your finances. So why can't you believe God for something bigger than just that? do I got to witness anybody? Amen. You have to believe. Amen. Amen. You got to believe. do I got to witness anybody? I uh, Thank you, Cassandra Armstrong, for getting on. I appreciate you. Amen. I look at John 14, 12 to 14, and the word says, Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do. Now look at this scripture. If you believe on me, you'll do the same works. Yes, sir. That's what the word says. The works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father, and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name. There's power in that name. Yes, sir. That will I do that the Father may be what glorified in the Son. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. Somebody say there's power in that name. There's deliverance in that name. There's healing in that name. Amen. We got to make sure that we understand the power of the name that we're calling upon. Do I got to witness anybody? Amen. Amen. That's why in the book of Psalms 91 and 15, he said, he shall call upon me. And I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. Have you ever noticed he was coming when you in trouble? This is Psalms 91 and 15. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him, and I will be with him in trouble, and I will deliver him and honor him. Amen. Do I got to witness anybody? Amen. Amen. The word is rich. Amen. Amen. The word is rich. Please. Amen. I, I, I will be keeping you up in prayer. Uh, Cassandra Armstrong, I will be praying for you, amen. I'm sorry for the loss of your husband on last month, amen. I will be praying for you, amen. Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray even now, God, that you'll strengthen my sister, oh God. I pray, God, that you'll cover her family. In Jesus' name, I pray, amen. Everybody on Facebook, will us say amen. Amen. amen, amen. Isaiah 41 and 17 says, when the poor and needy seek water, and there is none None, and their tongue fell up for thirst. I, the Lord, will hear them, and I, the Lord, God of Israel, will not forsake them. Do I got to witness anybody? Amen. The Lord is not going to forsake you. Amen. We have to believe God. We we have to honor God. Amen. We have to pray, amen, before you overthink. Sometimes, amen, we overthink things before we pray. Do I got to witness anybody? Amen. Amen, and, and guess what? And don't trade God's timing for your t- deadline. Amen, you try to put God on the deadline. Amen, but don't trade God's timing for your deadline. And don't go back to anything you had to pray your way out of. Amen, we have to have faith in God. Be encouraged. Why? With God on your side, know that everything will work out for your good. We just got to believe God. Somebody said we got to believe God. We must believe and expect God to answer our prayer. We must uh, be confident and assured and expect and look for the answers from God. Amen, somebody. Expecting involves all of man's being. The spirit of expecting involves a man's emotions. His desires involve a man's will. He acts. Amen. We have to have total Confidence in God. It involves a man's spirit. We must believe. We got to believe with all our heart, all our might, all our strength that God cares. Do I got to witness anybody? Amen. That's why John, the fifth chapter, verses 14 through 15, John, the fifth chapter, verses 14 through 15, it says, And this is the confidence, the confidence, the confidence that we have in Him that if we ask anything, According to his will, according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatsoever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we desire of him. We got to have confidence. Somebody said we got to have confidence. Amen. We got to have confidence when we come to him. We have to come to the throne of grace boldly. I didn't say timidly, but boldly. Somebody said, but boldly. Boldly. My God is the God of comfort. My God is the God of peace. No matter what you're going through, he could give you comfort. Do I got to witness anybody? He can give you peace. Amen, somebody. Amen. Amen. I look at James, the book of James, the first chapter, verse number six, James one and six. And the Bible says, but let him act in faith, nothing wavering. So when we act in faith, we don't waver. We don't waver in our faith. For he that waver is like a wave of the sea driven with the wind and tossed. Amen. I don't want to waver. I don't want to be tossed here and there. Amen. I want my faith so strong, amen, on my object, which is God. My faith is not in faith. My faith is in God. do I got to witness anybody? Amen, somebody. Amen. And we look at the book of Isaiah 65 and 24, and the word says, and it shall come to pass that before they call, I will answer. And while they are yet speaking, I hear. Amen. You think about this. Amen. There's also a condition of prayer that deals with forgiving others <laughs> while we pray. Amen. We got to pray. Amen, for others, but we got to forgive as well. Do I got to witness anybody? Come on, talk back to me today. Amen, Mark 11 and 25 to 26. Let me give you some scripture. Amen, Mark 11, 25 to 26 says, And when you stand praying, come on, when you stand praying, forgive. If you have an ought against any, that your Father, also which is in heaven, may forgive you your trespasses. And verse 26 says, But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father, which is in heaven, forgive your trespasses. This is a critical condition in prayer, a condition that is stressed time and time again by Jesus. Note this, my brothers and sisters. Amen. Note this. I'm trying to talk to you all. I hope you're all listening to me. It is while a person is... Actually praying when you stand praying that he must forgive. According to scripture, it does not, it does no good to pray unless he does forgive. When praying, there must always be forgiveness of those who have wronged us. I know that's hard to say. Amen. I can't do that without the Holy Spirit. Amen. People done hurt me, done wronged me, done lied on me, done talked about me, done betrayed me, done turned their back on me. Amen. But I have to stand with forgiveness because I wanted God to forgive my trespasses. Am I out there by myself? Amen. Talk back to me, somebody. I have to forgive all these folks because I wanted God to forgive me. I mean, they lied. They talked. They walked out on me. They turned their back on me. And then I thought they was with me in ministry. And then they walked away. But I had to forgive in order for me to be free. It wasn't for their benefit. It was in order for God to hear my cry and to hear what I needed from him. Amen. Joyce Love, I thank you for coming on. Amen. Amen. And guess what? There's power in your forgiveness. That's why we got to remind ourselves when praying, there must always, somebody say Always. Amen. Cassandra Armstrong. Amen. I'm trying to preach and teach at the same time. I'm trying my best here. Amen. On this podcast. But when praying, there must always be forgiveness of those who have wronged us. Always. always. Hard feelings or anger against a person is sin. Oh, man, I'm stepping hard today. Don't get mad at me. Please don't log off. Amen. Hard feelings. And I know sometimes that happens to all of us. I'm guilty. Oh, don't leave me by myself. I'm guilty. Hard feelings or anger against a person is sin. Amen. Amen. It is the evidence that we have not truly turned from our sins and are not really sincere and seeking forgiveness. Not uh, <laughs> notice the stress Jesus puts upon the condition of receiving forgiveness is in prayer. Prayer is so powerful. I got to witness anybody? That's the time. You have time with God. Uh, Come on, Rakesha Williams. I appreciate you getting on. Amen. This is the time. Come on. We have with God. Amen. To get it right with him. Get it right with others. Amen. God begins to purge and clean you while you're praying. Amen. Amen. No request for forgiveness is granted unless a man has completely forgiven all others. He's not even going to hear your request until you release somebody else. Oh, come on, you ought to say, Lord, help me. Help me. That's why the word in the book of Matthew 6 and 12 says, And forgive us our debts as we forgive others their debtors. Do y'all hear me? And forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And in Matthew 6, 14 to 15 says, For if we forgive men their trespasses, Your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Amen, somebody. Amen, I'm getting excited already. I'm getting close to my time, but I'm thinking about this. And I think about the book of Luke, the sixth chapter, verse 36 to 37. Amen. The Bible says, but ye therefore merciful as your Father. I have to be merciful as my Father is. As Christ is merciful towards me, I got to be merciful towards other people. This is, Matt, this is Luke 6, 36 to 37. But you therefore merciful as your Father also is merciful. Look at that word with me. Judge not, and you shall not be judged. Condemn not, and you shall not be condemned. Forgive, and you shall be forgiven. Do I got to witness anybody? Amen. Release yourself. That's not for them. Amen. Do you know when you hold stuff it cause all type of sickness, cause anxiety, cause high blood pressure? Amen. Heart petition, cause migraine headaches. Amen. I don't want none of that. I don't want no high blood pressure. I don't need no anxiety attack, worrying about people. Amen. I don't need no headache. Amen. I don't do that. Amen. For you, but it's for my benefit. Amen. It then allows me to have a greater communication with God. The God of the Bible will now hear my prayers. The God of the Bible will answer my prayers. Amen. Because I'm free. Do I got to witness anybody? Amen. amen. I hope y'all enjoying this podcast, but I need y'all to do me a favor. Amen. My book's about to come on the screen. If you have not pre ordered your book, Amen Theology of Biblical Leadership, Theology of Biblical Leadership, I'm asking that you will pre order your book. Uh, talk to the publisher. Those books will start getting mailed out actually on February the 23rd. So if you pre-order on Amazon, amen, amen, it will be uh, delivered out on the 23rd. You go to iBooks, amen, you can go to Kindle, Bars and Nobles, all them different outlets is carrying uh, the book, amen. Let's pull up my name, Pastor Ron L.J. McGraw Jr., amen, or uh, or the Theology of Biblical Leadership, amen, or just scan it right there on the screen. Take a screenshot of that. Amen. And then put it down on your phone and screenshot it. It'll take you right to Amazon and it'll allow you to order your book. Amen. I'm praying that God will bless the next book that God is working with me on. I pray that you enjoy this book. Amen. I thank you all for supporting your prayers. Amen. And once again, I hope this word blessed your soul. Y'all have a good day. God bless you all. Like what we do? Share this on your socials and tell everyone.